Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another monthly Pause Reset Brunch podcast. I am your host, Natalie Francis Clark. Thank you so much for joining another month with us. So I'm truly excited, and I'll tell you why. Uh, my guest this month is Lindsay Patel, right? So Lindsay is the co-owner of a family-owned Charlotte local gourmet gluten-free donut food truck. It's called Donut I Love You, right? What, I mean, the name says it all, right? So I actually, funny story, I found out about Donut I Love You when a nonprofit beds for kids, shout out to Chloe and Lauren. They had an appreciation for um, resource partners and they said they were going to have a gluten-free truck. And I'm thinking, if I'm going to eat a donut, let it be a regular donut, okay? But this is what I have to tell you. I am so glad that I went. I'm so glad that I was deliciously persuaded by Donut I Love You. So when I'm going to waste any further time, I'm here to introduce you to Lindsay Patel. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, how are you? Thanks Hi. for having me. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you um, for trusting me. So before I begin, I usually like to just ask um, my guests, are they snacking or drinking on anything at the moment? I just have water right now. No donuts for us. <laughs> H2O. <laughs> H2O over here, too. I am... I really want a coffee, but no H2O. I'm saying, all right, H2O can do the job just as well. Yeah, yeah. Gotta stay hydrated. So, okay. So, so Lindsay, before, before we get into Donut I Love You, share with us what was Lindsay's life before Donut I Love You? Uh, be before Donuts, um, you know, for me, the the average day was the corporate nine to five, if you will. Um, I worked actually in the insurance industry for the last 15 years. So completely other end of the spectrum from donuts, from restaurants, from food trucks, um, your typical corporate industry job that, you know, was stressing me out from trying to do it all plus you know have a, a personal life outside of the corporate world which can sometimes be a little challenging um so for me it was it was insurance world not anything glamorous it, a topic nobody likes to talk about because it's it's an arduous topic that is boring for most people except for people like me that it got I got excited to talk about it but <laughs> um so yeah, it was it was the the corporate mundane nine to five, and my husband worked in the restaurant business. Um, so for us, it was a little black and white as far as going into the new the new venture that we decided to go into. But um, for him, it was a little bit smoother transition than for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, how did the the concept of of this gluten-free donut food truck come from. Yeah, thank you, so by the way. Thank you, by the way, for people like me who do have a sensitivity to gluten, but yet we still torture ourselves. But 
<laughs> well, I'm glad you can enjoy them and not be tortured. That's that's what we aim for. Um, for us, it was actually uh, the story's a, a comical. Um, we happened to be at a farmer's market in Charlotte, and my mother-in-law was visiting, and her and I saw the a, a donut cart. Somebody was selling donuts, and they were in the little a little bag and um, I've never met a carbohydrate that I don't love. And, um, I, I saw my eyes just immediately went to this donut cart. And I'm like, I'm getting donuts. And my mother-in-law and I went over there and I took a bite and I'm like, eh, it's all right. It's not great, but it's a, you know, sugar and cinnamon and carbs. What's not to really enjoy. And my husband came over and he said, well, why'd you pay, you know, I think it was like $6 or something for this small little bag. And I said, well, because they're donuts, why not? Everybody loves donuts. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I could do them better. And I said, so why don't you? And we just kind of evolved from there from, okay, we know we wanted to start our own business. We know we wanted to do something food related. And our concept just began from that farmer's market visit. And kind of just kept growing and growing and okay why are we what do we want to do what can we do to stand out from everybody else what can we do where we can allow the masses to be able to enjoy the donuts and not just certain people and that's where the gluten-free came in mm. um to be able to have everybody be able to enjoy them that may not you know may have celiac or intolerance of you know of gluten and that's kind of that niche that we found that, okay, we can hit more people if we do it this way, but, you know, who doesn't love a good fresh donut made right in front of you where it comes out nice and hot and, you know, fresh fruit toppings or whatever you choose. Um, and, and that's really where it evolved from and, and started growing from. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's awesome. When did you actually launch? And um, if you want to share some of the challenges. Sure. You may have mm -hmm. Yeah, so we launched, gosh, it's been almost, it'll be five years this summer. Um, so we, my husband left his core or his restaurant job um, May of 19, 2019. And we had our first event in August of 2019. So we're right before a pandemic and the world shut down is when we, when we launched, but who would have known? Um, and, you know, challenges, we've had different challenges come up, um, you know, anything from just starting your own business, there's always going to be things that, mm -hmm. that pop up. Um, you're an entrepreneur, so you know that, you know, whether it's funding, whether it's just being able to get your word out, it's marketing, um, you know, you're faced with lots of different challenges. You know, our attitude has always been, all right, come at us. What do you have? You know, let's get this over with. Let's hit it head on and and let's navigate it and go. Um, of course, some things, you know, knock you down a little bit, but you get back up and, and you continue on. You know, for us, it was really the, the biggest thing, of course, the pandemic. Um, we were fortunate that we were able to continuously grow during that time. And I know it sounds kind of kind of weird to say because so many people did get knocked down and weren't able to get back up. But a lot of neighborhoods and communities reached out to us and said, hey, you know, restaurants are closed. You know, we're bringing food trucks to our community. So can you come out? And that was really to be honest and transparent, that was our bread and butter. 
Um, I was still working my corporate job, but my husband would go out with the truck. Um, and that's actually when we added a second truck because the demand was so high um, for us. And, you know, we were so different from every other food truck. We, we weren't your typical food. We we're donuts and coffee. So there wasn't anybody like us. So we, we had that on our side as far as, you know, there's multiple taco trucks, multiple burgers, trucks, and things like that. So finding finding that area where we could go in, um, especially in a, a Saturday morning, who doesn't want to, you know, go outside and have some fresh air during a, a pandemic mm -hmm. and go get donuts and coffee in the Saturday morning and you're just down the street from where you live and you don't have to worry about anything. Um, so for us, it, it, it was... Um, the pandemic did pose different challenges, but not, not like it did for some, um, you know, of course, anytime you have a business, you have to figure out, you know, your, your challenges can also be turned into strengths as well. Um, you know, looking at what can I do to make myself more visible? What can I do to make myself more marketable? Um, so we, we found out real quick that, doing our own marketing wasn't something that we were good at. Um, we're not social media people, um, you know, and that's where the world is going is social media. And for us, that was, that was like a, okay, you know, we're in our forties. We don't know what we're doing when it comes to social media. Um, you know, I need to like things. I need to post, I need to make reels. How do you make reels? <laughs> and so it was, let's, let's hire somebody to do this. Somebody who knows what to do, because this is beyond our scope of, of expertise. And, you know, we're going to screw something up if we continue doing it. So, um, you know, we found out where, where our strengths are and where they're not. And we hired people to do the things that we couldn't do or were more challenging for us. Um, and in really just kind of you know, being humble about it too, because you you want to keep that control. Um, but a lot of times, you know, you have to go, okay, I can't control this. I've got to let somebody else do it. And that's okay. Um, I just have to own that and move forward. Um, and so that's what we did with, with marketing. And then of course, um, you know, some other challenges that just come up as, as you go, but our biggest thing was going, okay, we need help in certain areas and, and, and allowing that to happen. Right. Right. I know sometimes, um, some entrepreneurs don't realize that until much later, you know, but you all, um, I mean, that's, that, that's good. <laughs> you realize the strength <laughs> and weakness. Trust me. I I'm feeling you on this because I'm looking for a marketing person myself. So I feel you when you said that. I said, I'm not I'm social media. I try. I know. But, but it's, it's not, I, for me, I kind of cringe. Like, okay, here I go again, hitting something. You know? <laughs> yep, but it needs, yep. to get, it needs to get done, right? So kudos that you. Exactly. Yeah. What advice would you give someone who wants to get into the food truck business? Like if there was something that besides, of course, like the marketing, but if there was something um, that you wish you knew, yeah, um, what would that be? What would you tell someone? Yeah, it's it's not for the faint of heart. 
Um, you know, I'd like to say that it's, it's easy. And, you know, once you're doing it and you start doing it, it's, it's a piece of cake, but, you know, each day poses its own, its own areas of learning. Um, each day poses its own challenges. It's not to say that it's not rewarding because it definitely is. Um, it's more of a, you know, I need to do this. I need to make sure that I'm doing it right. I'm doing it to the best of my ability. And, you know, that's what I need to continue on with. On the second, on the same token, you know, you do have those rewards where, you know, everything is, is going great and you get to see the successes and the fruits of your labor. And you're like, this is absolutely this, this headache yesterday is worth it today. And, you know, it's, it, everything is great. Um, you know, with any job, there's, there's pros and cons, um, with, with anything uh, you know, for me, it's been, um, definitely a big learning curve because I wasn't in the inch or I wasn't in the restaurant business. I was in a different industry. I had a lot of learning to do. Um, whereas my husband, it was a lot more natural for him to flow into, um, so for, for us, it was him, you know, going, okay, this is why we're doing it this way. This is why we're doing this. This is why we're doing this. Um, but you know, the biggest advice I can give is be open to, to feedback, um, be open to learning, be, be open to know that you're not the expert, um, whether you were in the restaurant field or not, there's so much to learn. Um, and there's so much that you can continue. I'm still learning and we've been in the industry for, you know, almost five years and I'm still learning. My husband's still learning. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where, um, you know, just be, be open to, to what, it, what comes at you because there's going to be quite a bit that does. Um, and don't be afraid to ask questions you know, find somebody who is in the field or who has a truck and, and say, Hey, can I, can I pick your brain? You know, I'm looking at going into this business, uh, you know, can we sit down and chat for 15, 20 minutes and I can ask you questions. You can tell me like, what's a day in your life of a food truck owner? Um, you know, we did ask questions of people that we knew. We talked to people, we, we felt out, okay, do we want to do a store? Do we want to do a truck? what do we want to do first? Do we eventually want to do both and have trucks and a store, um, you know, and having those goals and then finding people who can, you know, talk to us and, and educate us on pros and cons of each. And, and that's really the best advice that I can give is, is talking to people and asking questions. And you'll be so surprised as, as large of a community as the food truck is, industry is and restaurant business is, it's a small knit community and people are so supportive of others. And, and I'm sure you found this with your podcast, people want to help. They want to, they want to, you know, be as helpful to others as they can, mm -hmm. you know, because that's just our human nature and people are willing to talk and, and explain and help and guide. And um, that would probably be the best advice that I could I could give is don't be afraid to ask questions and find people who, you know, who will, will talk to you. Awesome. Awesome. 
Uh, which kind of leads to my next question, that feeling of community. It seemed, you know, I, I looked through your website and, you know, just seeing, just seeing the places that I've seen at is, is evident that community mm -hmm. means a lot to yep. Donut I Love You, right? It's evident in where you source your coffee, which you can tell us about that later, or where you source your fruits, even down to the cute little wooden forks, you know, <laughs> um, why, why is that so important? You know, for us, um, family is, family is important to us. It's, it's the root of who we are as, as a husband and wife, um, as what's evident in our family is closeness and, um, you know, supporting each other. And we wanted to bring that into what we do as a business. And so that's our community. Our community is, is paramount to, to our success. Mm -hmm. um, and so what we wanted to do is go, okay, where can we support outside of our business, whether it's through charities, whether it's through who we get um, our coffee through and are we get our coffee from a local roaster because we wanted to support another small business. Mm -hmm. Um you know, doing charities, we, we pick two charities every year and we support that charity, um, whether it's through time, whether it's through um, financial resources or promoting that charity on our site um, and who, you know, who we are. And that's what we do each year. Um, and we found that, it, you know, having those community connections has only grown us. Um, so from a business perspective, it's it's behooved us to do. Um, from a personal level, it's it's taught us a lot more about not only ourselves but what we can do through our our business as well. I mean, you know, I I don't want to use the analogy of I'll scratch your back, you scratch my back, but that's exactly what it is. But we've found enjoyment through that. We've been we've found that you know, we've become friends with the people that we get our coffee through and, you know, they're expanding their business. We want to promote that for them. We want to help them. We want to be there for them and, and cheer them on just as they're going to be the same back for us and cheer us on. And when you are going with the big box names, you know, you don't have that personal connection and not to say that you, you, have to do everything local but for us we wanted to find somebody who was local um and use them as much as we can um and support them just as they would support us and you don't get that with the big box names um not to say that we don't use the big box names because we do um you have to you know get your some of your some of our items that we get are from you know big stores and um and that's just part of it but wherever we can we we use local. Awesome. Let's go to the menu. So sure. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm still hooked on Oreos. The Oreo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I love it's it. So, it's so good. And every time I keep saying, I'm going to try the, um, the strawberry version mm -hmm. and I just can't seem to you know, go past that. I will though. I will, I will, I will. <laughs> but where did you come up with the concept, the, the names, the, um, yep. you know, even the way you put it together, 
let me explain to you. When they say gourmet gluten free, I mean it, it. It looks it looks delicious. It tastes delicious, you know. But Thank where you. did where did the menu? Um, you know that took creativity. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you're already doing gluten free, and here you are. You're adding that creative touch with the toppings and things like that. Yeah. So a lot of trial and error. Um, I will say the names are all my husband. Um, he has this creative side to him that he came up with names, um, for each of the donuts and some are a spinoff of, of jokes or things that we've, you know, heard and, you know, American pie, we've all seen the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, my age group has all seen the movie. Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, it's, you know, there's trial and error. Um, we've, we've done a lot of different, um, donut flavors that have not made the menu because it was just, okay, this does not work together. This is not good. This does not pair well. Um, so for us, it's, it was a lot of trial and error, a lot of eating donuts that, um, but my husband takes, takes the the trophy for the naming of them all. So I, I wish I could say that that was me, but it, it wasn't. Um, but we have a lot, we do a monthly feature as well um, that we, we stopped doing for a little bit, but we're going to start back up again where we do a, each month is a different flavor and it's something that's not on the menu. Um, so stay tuned. You might want to try a different one besides your Oreo or the strawberries <laughs> and cream. There might be another one to add into your mix, but I will tell you the the strawberries and cream and the Oreo are two number number one and number two flavors. So you can't go wrong with either one. Mm -hmm. um, those are our top two sellers. Awesome. So congratulations because you all are getting your brick and mortar together. Yes. So yes. I would love to hear more about that, um, you know, location you have a tentative date, you know, where, like, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. No, thank you so much. Yeah. We are, our end goal has always been to have a brick and mortar store. That's been our goal since the beginning. Um, so, um, as you mentioned, we've, we signed a lease, um, we are looking to open the tentative date is May 1st. Um, so uh, as you know, um, permits and construction and all that, that could change a little bit, but the, the goal right now is a May, May of 2024. So we're super excited for that. Um, it's going to be in Noda. Um, so North Davidson at, at right off 35th street, um, in Noda. So we are super excited. We were just there over the weekend doing some window cleaning and putting up our logos in the window and um, getting everything started to start branding at us and um, get the construction going. So yeah, very excited. That is, that is awesome. Thank uh, you. Oh, so, you know, like I said, I do my research and I, and I see, well, actually, yeah, I saw something if anyone was interested in becoming a um, a franchisee. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so we, we started franchising our brand, um, with the store. We haven't done a lot with that, just being transparent, um, just because the store is taking precedence, but 
we do franchise our brand. So if somebody's interested in our concept, whether it's the trucks or the store, um, they can franchise our brand, um, not in the Charlotte area, just because that's where we are. Um, mm -hmm. But any other metropolitan um, city outside of the Charlotte Metro, um, we do franchise our brand. And, and like I said, that's kind of been put on the back burner just because of the store, but we still have the option available. Um, so if somebody is interested, uh, they definitely can reach out to us and we'll talk to them and give them all the details on franchising a donut. I love you concept. I think that would be great. Oh my goodness. That would be great. <laughs> Multiple um, op options. <laughs> oh my One in every city. Oh my gosh. That would be awesome. 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 So how would someone get a hold of you if they're interested yeah. in, you know, in opening a franchise or even just, Hey, I, I want to do an event. How do I get a hold of you? Yeah, no, great question. So the best way to get a hold of us is through our website, which is donutiloveyou.com. And there's a contact us button. You just click on it and it goes, fill out a little form and it goes right to my email. And I respond with within an hour normally. Mm -hmm. um, or they can um, reach out to us via social media, which is uh, Facebook or Instagram is Donut I Love You. And it's D-O-N-U-T-I-L-O-V-E-U, the letter U, um, Donut I Love You. And you can reach out to us, social media, phone, email, contact us page. Um, we make it as easy as possible. Uh, that way people can can reach out at any time. Um, we do go to bed early because we have early morning events. So if you reach out to us, you know, after nine o'clock or so at night, we probably won't get back to you until the morning just because we are early to bed, early to rise, but, um, easy ways, like I said, the, our website, which then goes right into my email box. So give us a fun fact about Lindsay Patel. Ooh, fun fact. Um, I love traveling. I think, um, that's probably my, I've been to numerous countries. Um, my goal is to visit every country. Um, and I want to fill in, I just renewed my passport and I want to fill every single page before it renews in 10 years. Um, that is my goal. And I've got two stamps in it and I just renewed it this past November. So I'm, I'm on my way. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's probably the, the most fun fact about me is that I love to travel. Um, something that's not as, as fun as I'm an avid reader. Um, I love reading. I love learning. Um, but yeah, my, my passion is traveling and visiting other cultures and, and seeing the world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So, and then the part of visiting other countries, you know, who knows a new, a new, item on the menu could be created by visiting. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We trust me when we went to France a couple of years ago, we came back and we tried to mimic some different things and it just wasn't working. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm always, I'm always game for tasting new foods and trying to replicate them, whether it's on the truck or in my own kitchen, but um, you get, you get a lot of ideas and a lot of, mm -hmm. um, inspiration when you when you see other places and other countries other cities um so yeah definitely could see something on the menu that 
that's, you know, wasn't there before from just one of our visits somewhere or who knows, we could put a donut. I love you in Europe or in Asia or somewhere too. So. Love it. Love it. <laughs> so from juggling family life and business, how do you practice self-care? <laughs> the million dollar question. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm huge on self-care. Um, okay. I, I, it's something that I've, I've gotten better at as I've gotten mm -hmm. older, um, you know, whether it's my skincare routine or whether it's getting ample sleep or it's, you know, making sure I'm drinking enough water. A lot of things, you know, you feel like, oh, I have to do this. I have to, I have to drink, you know, 64 ounces of water a day because that's what the doctor says. And, you know, you try and do things just to make sure that you're doing it because you're supposed to, but I found that there's a lot of things that I found for me, whether it's pedicures or taking a bath or whether it's, you know, going to the bookstore and getting a new book, finding what I enjoy is not necessarily what, you know, somebody else may enjoy. And I had to really dig into my own self-worth and go, okay, what do I enjoy doing? Reading. I love reading. I love getting a pedicure. Um, so those are really the things that I started doing for myself um, mm -hmm. because that's what self-care looks like to me. Um, you know, so in, in finding balance, because we, especially us as women, we tend to want to do it all. Ooh, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's hard, you know, that's hard to, to do it all and to have that weight on your shoulders. And um, like I said before, when, I talked about, we had to outsource some things because we just realized that, you know, we had to find a marketing person for me. It was okay. What, what can I let go? That's not on my shoulders so that I can have more time for me and have more of a work-life balance because otherwise I'm going to want to be doing it all. And that's not, that's not doable in the long term. That's not, it's not something that's sustainable. So really finding that that time and finding what I enjoy doing for me. Um, and I mean, look different for somebody else and it most likely will because we all have different enjoyments, but, you know, finding that. And then once I realized what it was, that was when it, that, that light bulb moment went on mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, this is, this is what I'm going to do for me. And this is what I'm enjoying. Love that. I love that. So as we are wrapping up, is there anything else you want the audience to know about you, um, about the business, you know? Just that, you know, if you have a passion to go for it, don't be afraid to try. Um, you know, it's it, it, it can be scary. It can be daunting. But, you know, jumping in with two feet and and going for it and then of course being stubborn like I am not wanting to fail at anything but um you know just don't be afraid to go for what what you're wanting um and find that passion because once you do find that passion mm -hmm. it all falls into place um and that that fire gets lit under you and you you you, you get that momentum going and and it's no one's going to take that fire out so I I agree. I totally agree. A along with that, I'll say and 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 set boundaries as well. But I absolutely I, I absolutely love that. Um 
Lindsay, thank you so much for agreeing, oh, thank you. agreeing to be a guest on Pause Reset um, Brunch. And I'm going to tell you all out there in the Charlotte region, I'm I'm serious. You definitely need to um, experience Donut I Love You. Uh, it is the presentation, the taste, it's, it's all worth it. Thank you. <laughs> and I don't feel guilty just because it says gluten-free. So it takes <laughs> a little bit. A little bit so I'm, I'm good on that, right? So, right. Lindsay, once again, I want to thank you so much. Oh, for thank being, you. Um, you know, for being my guest today. Uh, and if you can just state your email again and how anyone can contact you, yep. that would be great. Yep. So my email is, is Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, at donutiloveyou.com. Or you can go right to our website at donutiloveyou.com and fill out our contact us page. Awesome. So you heard it. So if you are out there and interested in being a guest on Pause Reset Brunch podcast, you may email me at pausewesetbrunch at gmail.com. You can go and check out my website, naturalanting.com, or check me out on, on Instagram. All right. So I just want to say have an awesome day on purpose, everyone. And once again, thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, Natalie. Bye-bye. So you just heard um, from Lindsay Patel from Donut I Love You. Um, like I said, please check them out. I really love their their concept of the gluten free. The menu is creative. Um, the presentation I can't say I can't say enough. So I hope that you gathered some great information for those of you out there in case you are interested in starting a food truck. I hope that she was able to provide some insights um, for you. Okay, so until next time, be good. Bye-bye.